You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 428. Tablets everywhere? Apple says, what, me one? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Get out of my chair. Go on, now go. I've told you. You're not doing it again. Oh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, sorry about that, everyone. Uh, welcome to my Mac podcast and normal service, I hope, has been resumed. Uh, well, that's, that's hopefully if Guy is on the other end. And there was this little snigger there, so that's good. Guy? Yeah, I'm you are, It is you, isn't it? Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. Um, wow. wow. What, a, what a crazy week. She was, she was, she was sat in my chair. That sticky, you know. I'd push her out. I thought you changed the locks of the house. Well, obviously, <laughs> I've got it planned to change uh-huh. the locks of my house. You haven't had a chance to yet. Well, no, you know. Well, no. the problem I have is, of course, Rim lives here. So I, you know, and plus he's bigger <laughs> than I am. So I, I can't really kick him out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and of course, hey, welcome everyone to the my Mac. Dot com podcast, and that of course was uh, Rim Tobertson and Sticky Vokes. Who, if you didn't listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast last week, you may uh, actually, be totally uh, lost. Actually, actually, I thought it was Pusey that you did. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> what in the beginning <laughs> was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, it was supposed to be Rim. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> and we're back to normal, yeah. everyone. We're back to normal. We're back to normal. Okay. Well, mm. so there there goes our little ruse about it was two completely different people, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, just, that that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much blown yeah. blown away. Uh, so how's your how's your week been? Because you over there have um well, you you pretty much had a a pretty nasty storm come your way. Yeah, actually, uh, here in in Northern Virginia, we were relatively lucky because that all kind of started on the day that we recorded uh, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast last week on that Sunday. And oh, I, hope, I hope that people don't think it was our fault. Yeah, well, yeah, we 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 incurred the wrath of God by doing the Three <laughs> Geeky Ladies podcast. Of course, it could be worse. We could have incurred the wrath of um, uh, Vicky and and Suze and Elisa. Instead, and and I'll see at least one, maybe two of them at MacWorld, so I'll find out just <laughs> just what they really felt about us taking over their podcast. Yeah, so we had this big this big hurricane, Sandy, that was was helped along by a nor'easter that was coming in, I think, from the west, and it was it was a mess. I mean, and we didn't get it that bad. Our power flickered a couple times, but you know, not 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 too bad, but. Uh, New Jersey and New York and parts of, of Pennsylvania, I mean, really, really got hammered. And they're still yeah. they're still yeah. in major cleanup. And for all the people that, that listen to the MyMac.com podcast in, in, that, in those affected areas, um, you know, best of luck. And, and we hope we can bring a little smile to your face as you're going through the cleanup. Absolutely. And that's to anyone that's been affected by uh, any, any sort of similar or equal disaster yeah. let's just hope we bring a smile we can't we can't help other than try and put a little a little grin at the corners of your mouth i hope we, uh, we hope. um we hope yeah um well for me it's been pretty much quite in fact <laughs> i can see in the show notes i can't spell quiet but anyway it's been it's been <laughs> it's quite been hard quiet it's on, quite hard <laughs> <laughs> it's been quiet on using my max Ah, now, did, I see what you, you did. Yeah, did you, I saw what you, you did see there. What I did there. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's been my first week at uh, the new job uh, with lots of inductions and more to come next week. Um, however, I do have a new wireless transmitter for my iPhone, and I also bought a an iPhone holder, which I haven't had for the car. So uh, yeah, I've been messing around with that over the weekend. Um, now, funnily enough, I decided to use it to actually drive over to a place called Holt in North Norfolk, 
which is about 109 miles away from me That's a good uh, for refereeing. Now, it, well, it, well, it is for refereeing, and it, it's, it's, it's quite a long way in the UK. I mean, it's probably a spit in the US, but it's quite a long way in the UK. <laughs> that way. So I drove over there and I had a really busy Saturday, to be honest with you, because after I, I was going to try and head away from the game as soon as I possibly could, because I was going to the fireworks down at um, um, the Saints, Northampton Saints Rugby Club. And then after that, we went to see uh, Skyfall in the pictures. So Saturday oh, was really busy. I want to see But anyway, so when I was... When I, when I was coming back from Holt, I decided, obviously, to to try and use the maps again. Although I'm pretty good, actually, at, at tracking my own way back. But I was kind of giving it a bit of a test and see, you know, how long I was going to take and what time I'd be back to try and make sure I could make the, the fireworks. And um, it couldn't find the map because I was in a, a very low signal area. Mm. So I've, I've got a picture on my iPhone, which actually has got an address on it, which doesn't happen to be my address, um, which I tweeted. And then somebody said, you really want to tweet that? It's got an address on there. And I thought, oh, well, it's not my address, but yeah, I'll, I'll delete it anyway. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it, it couldn't find it. It couldn't find uh, the, the maps or it couldn't download the or locate where it was or it just didn't have enough signal. So, yeah. So if you're going to rely on the Maps app, uh, for, certainly for directions, it is a pretty good application as long as you've got a good signal. So just be aware of that. Yeah, but that, that kind of holds true for almost any other you know, GPS application on, on any nope. phone. Or on a phone, yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, I'm not talking That's about, I'm not talking about you know, the standalone units. The standalone units, yeah, you know, they yeah. don't care. Yeah, I'm, which, which, no, that's right, because they're, I mean, they're, they're looking for GPS, and they've got all the maps, you know, built uh, in. internal anyway, so built in. So anyway, but, um, you know, just be aware of that. And I'm not having a go at the, the Apple device there. I'm just saying, you know, if don't rely on a phone, whichever phone it is, for a location and, and uh, routing if you're going to go out of, um, out of area. It was all right going because it had picked up enough information, and it must um, obviously cache a load of the directions sure. because it had no issues at all getting there. But when, when I turned the phone off and then when I turned it back on or, or when I redirected, it then couldn't pick up the directions. So, yeah, something to be aware of. Yeah, but I, hey, I, I know, actually I, – I was, I, was dri- I was driving around for hours before I picked up a signal. <laughs> You're like, France? France? Yeah. France? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Something not right here. Uh, I went with my wife earlier today, and you know we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but I, I got to tell you about this. Um, my wife was out looking for something. You know, she loves antique furniture. She wanted to get something that we could use when we rearranged our family room downstairs because I finally got rid of all that extra furniture that we picked up when her mo- when her mother left the area. Uh, it was a dining room table and chairs and, and I mean, just all this extra doors. I swear to God, regular doors. Gave them all to the drama department where, where my son Peter goes to high school. And so now we're, we're making plans to move our entire entertainment section from one section of the room to the other section. And we need something to put the TV set on. So she goes to this antique store to, to look at stuff. Comes back to the house all excited. She's found these wonderful rocks that she wants me to help her buy. And I was like, rocks. <laughs> yeah. So we go down there and it's, I think they're called Amherst or something like that. You know, it's like the, the purple quartzy kind of stuff. And so, okay. so her and her friend are really into these rocks and I'm looking at some of this furniture and it, but it turns out the guy that was selling the rocks has this little area of this antique place devoted to computers. And he had like, Probably six or seven old G5 um, uh, Mac Pros, uh, at least two of the old Lampshade G4 iMacs, uh, G5 iMacs, uh, PowerPC iMacs, and MacBook Pros. I mean, all this great stuff. And he even had a, it was a 2.4 gigahertz uh, 13-inch MacBook Pro that had a little bit of cosmetic damage, but otherwise was fine that he was trying to sell to me for $850. I was like, really? Really, dude? You know? I, I know a little bit about Max, and yeah, no, that's not happening. But he's going he's gonna to be on the lookout for um, more recent, you know, at least 3.1 to 4.1 Mac Pros so that maybe, eventually, finally, 
I can get into uh, Mountain Lion. But it was a cool little story, and I just wanted to mention that. And I told him about the podcast. And Excellent. now that I've so insulted him by telling by telling everyone <laughs> that he was trying to charge me too much for a Mac a 13 inch MacBook Pro, yeah, he's never gonna <laughs> probably should have remembered that before I started the story. But that's how we roll. Yeah, yeah. He'll call me up. Say, oh yeah, I got something for you, and it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's he's actually a really nice guy, and um, I, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. Excellent, excellent. That's good. That's good. Okay, so should we jump over to the uh, mymac.com website? Recent articles. Uh, yeah, I have one thing to say. Go on then. Thank you. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> With no hint of sarcasm whatsoever. No. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay, um, the first one is a Take Control of Crash Plan book, which is a review from Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. Oh, you didn't give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it before. Backup, backup, backup. You've also heard how you should back up to a bootable clone using software like SuperDuper or Carbon Copy Cloner and have another backup from which you can retrieve individual files, like Time Machine. Finally, you should also have your files backed up off-site. Now, Lisa recently purchased a one-year subscription to CrashPlan for all of her off-site backup. She immediately told the software to upload her entire hard drive. (laughs) Twelve days later, (laughs) it finished and... uh, Oh, how she wished she'd taken a read of Take Control of Crash Plan before she clicked the upload button. So um, go and have a look and have a read. Now, I've got no scores in any of these, Guy, because I was actually doing this while I was sat in the car park and I was having a bit of a problem with the MyMac site. So um, I didn't get time when I came back. So I no, pretty much fine. walked straight into the house. So, no, don't worry about uh, it. So pe- people are going to have to go and, and see what scores... Their selves. Yeah, can you imagine during that 12 days, she's like, house, please don't burn down. House, please don't burn down. <laughs> I got 12 days. <laughs> Next up is, so explain why there are no ladies. The Three Geeky Ladies podcast number 12. So this was the big week of the podcast switcheroo. And the Three Geeky Ladies have done Tech Fan, while Pusey, Ciceli, and Sticky Vokes are doing Three Geeky Ladies. And wait, who the blazes are they? I thought Guy and Gaz were do- were doing the show. Apparently, they've slacked off and given it to these two. Take a listen <laughs> to Guy, and, or, I mean, Pusey and Sticky. <laughs> okay, the next one is a review, and it's a monotype classic grotesque review by Kurt Blanchard. <laughs> oh my God, grotesque fonts. <laughs> yeah. Before you, you hit you hit a key and it's like ah every time you hit a key so it takes you like four times as long to type anything. <laughs> yeah, um, Monotype Imaging has just released the fourteen font classic a grotesque suit of typefaces. This updated typeface was newly reimagined by Canadian designer Rod McDonald after oh, four boy. years I, of work. I, I could go there too. <laughs> okay, but you're not going to I, I'm not the typeface going to. that. Stop it. The typeface is an update of Monotype Grotesque. First released in 1926. 1926? McDonald was also influenced by an older typeface, Ideal Grotesque. Hmm. Not grotesque. Grotesque. Uh, These Monotype Grotesque... Oh, I'm mixing my, my metaphors up now. Um, type, well, it's not really a metaphor, is it? Um, the, these monotype grotesque typefaces were among the first sans-serif cut for hot metal machine typesetting. <laughs> well done, Kurt. <laughs> go and go. take a read, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And Kurt was and a, be mesmerized. Be mesmerized. Kurt was a busy boy this week. He also put together mm. another review for Photo Magico 4. Um Putting together a glorious slideshow with professional transitions and synchronized music. Now presented to others via a projector, Apple TV, YouTube, or even a DVD. Sound complicated? On the contrary, it's remarkably easy and fun with Photo Magic 04. So go on over to the site and give a read to that review by Kurt. 
Yeah, I I like Photomagico. I've had a copy for a long time. I do like that. Okay, next was... <laughs> now, we don't normally mention our own, but as we weren't on it, <laughs> it yeah. says, now, now with slightly less crazy, my Mac podcast number 427. While the G-Men are not... <laughs> while the G-Men are off not doing the Three Geeky Ladies podcast... Wink, wink. Timothy Gregoire... <laughs> sorry? Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Say no, no more. more. Uh, Tim- Timothy Gregoire from the Church Tech Geeks podcast was brave enough to fill the gap. He and special guest Ryan Wells talk about special security setups for the church. Uh, Tim attends and they have a discussion of the Apple gear that was recently released. Go take a listen if yep. you haven't already. And uh, normally we would have also talked about all the new stuff that was released, but it's now two weeks later and, and really... Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Nobody, who cares? They're either going to buy cares? it or not buy it. And either way, all we'll do is <laughs> hack people off. Right. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? It's Apple. it's Apple stuff. Buy it or don't buy it. Exactly. The choice is yours. The choice is yours, my friend. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about the money. Where did that come from? <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> well, my life already. <laughs> well, our... Um, our, our not soiree into three geeky ladies has developed quite a bit of feedback from Twitter. Um, uh, but actually, not well, yeah, I'll just start off with that. Uh, from Tiger Bright, she, she, she wrote, uh, lol, no amount of voice effects can mask your speaking styles. Chipmunk voices actually enhance them. Fun listening. <laughs> And we got from Mike McPeak, listen to you two do the three geeky ladies at double speed. Think I heard satanic messages. <laughs> from Mark Shepard, sounds like playing your vinyl record backwards. Splurged on helium to do the three geeky ladies podcast. <laughs> yeah, and also from Mark Shepard, I'm jumping one here, guy. Um, he's, he said uh, the role playing had to be a big bucket of fun on the three geeky ladies podcast. And yes, Mark. It was. And we also had um, one from, let me see if I can find it. The Chipmunks are on the Three Geeky Ladies, Guy and Gaz, Gazmaz and Matt Parrot. Stop light network from the eye if the face fits. So, uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's his, that's his Twitter handle, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, um, oh, who is that? Go on. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you squirm. Oh, just let me. Let me hang. That's not Mark. That's um, <laughs> no, no. Paul. <laughs> no. <Gah. laughs> if I say enough I'm names, eventually I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna leave you in complete and utter suspense. <laughs> I, I love, ah, you're killing me here. <laughs> if the face <laughs> fits. <laughs> John Baptiste. <laughs> John, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, I still have. I, I do. Enjoy you know, that. my wife went and bought rocks, and I don't understand why, because she's been married to one for over 20 years now. <laughs> uh, talking we're about the uh, yeah, the Apple announcements, definitely. Talking about the Apple announcements, we got something from Tiger Bright saying that. Uh, uh, she's hoping that we get our socks blown off by the new Mac Pro next year, which will happen in 12 months. Uh, I use Master CS6 Painter that needs multi-core RAM and a large Cintiq tablet. Get Mansfield on it. I don't quite understand the, the Mansfield part. Okay. <laughs> well, because he, he he's kind of, you know, the doer, isn't he, at Apple? He's the guy that fixes. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we uh, we got some audio feedback. Which one do you want me to do first? You do whichever you like. I'm totally in your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't think you want to do that. Um, no. Right after right after the Apple announcement, uh, people here in the states know probably know who Conan O'Brien is. He he does a late night show like you know David Letterman and some of the other ones. Well, they put together uh, a fake Apple ad, and I thought it was pretty funny. So. Um, I'm just going to play it. Here it is. Apple recently announced its new iPad mini. And uh, people are wondering if a smaller iPad is really necessary. Well, here's Apple's latest ad, and you should judge for yourself. We at Apple are thrilled with the iPad mini. 
We put everything you love about the iPad in a smaller package. But then we thought, what if we combined the sleekness of the iPad mini with the rich display of the original iPad? Introducing the iPad mini mega. At 8.8 inches, it's the perfect blend of the iPad and the iPad mini. But then we had a new idea. What if we put everything you love about the iPad mini mega in a smaller package? Introducing the iPad mini mega micro. At 8.4 inches, it's a revolutionary mix of other revolutionary things. But then we thought, what if we jammed another size in there? Introducing the iPad mini mega micro max. At 8.8 inches, it's actually the same size as the first one. Whoops. The iPad family is a rich array of barely different options. And let's not forget the iPad Monstro. At over 100 inches, it barely fits in a door. <laughs> We're drunk with power. <laughs> that cracked me now, up. Now, I've got to say, that is funny, but they are getting a bit samey, aren't they? I mean, come on, Conan. I, I know who you are. Yeah, we know where you live. You, you get your own juices out. Get some, get some development yourself with some new comedy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also got some some feedback from Suze. Uh, most likely this came in before she heard Three Geeky Ladies. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Suze Gilbert from Three Geeky Ladies. We're pretty excited about you and Gaz taking over our show this week. But could you <laughs> wonder please if they still are. Gaz? pronounce my name right. It's not Suze, it's Suze. I don't understand why the British never want to pronounce a French word correctly when it has an accent aigu, like calf when it's really cafe. Thanks, guys. Just put it on pause. Just put it on pause. Take care. Oh, that was it. Uh, Okay. Oh, that was it. Okay. (laughs) Suze, read your history and you'll understand why the English don't like pronouncing (laughs) French words. Oh, you guys, so the, the French and the English have some, some bitter history going, going back? I wasn't aware. Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upsetting everybody tonight, aren't I? I'm yeah. going for it. Oh, hey, you know, <laughs> this is our first show back, and based on <laughs> certain, so certain, cri- certain criteria <laughs> that we talked about before the show started, I'm not at all surprised. All I can say is there are two people, two people, that I am just not happy with right now. Anyway, um, well, what's your phobia word of the day, Gaz? Um, I don't know. What is it? Uh, let's see. Fa- fa- phasmophobia? Phasmophobia. That's- you say phasmophobia? I would say phasmophobia. <laughs> you say phasmophobia. I say phasmophobia. I don't okay. know. Okay. Well, if you, ah, right. Well, if you're going to go for that, then <laughs> I don't know. Uh, phasmophobia. That is, I would say that would have to be either a fear of ghosts or <laughs> God, I had something else in mind and it just went. <laughs> okay. Come on quickly. I'm pushing you now. Come on. Okay. Fear of ghosts. That's what I think it is. You're kidding. You've got it. You've hit the nail. That is now the end of this particular segment. I I can't carry on now. You have hit the phobie word of the day, nail on the head. And if you didn't do any searching, then that's it. That's the end of that segment. That's the end of that segment, folks. I can't do any more. So stupid. Yeah. Oh, I'll miss. I hate little gray wabbit. I'll miss the. I'll miss the uh, phobie word of the day if that's true. In fact, I should have done this at the end of you guessing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Guess before (laughs) it's too late. We have. We have. We have descended into soundboard madness. Get us out of here. Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. I should have known. I should have known.
Hi, everybody. I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And you know, David and I have a bet. In 10 years, he thinks the NFL, he's a Brit, so you got to give him a little, give him a little, you know, slack. He thinks in 10 years, the NFL Super Bowl is going to be on pay per view. 50 bucks, I say no way. Definitely going to happen. I, it's not. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. So if you want to hear it, just, if you want. Just not going to happen. You know, 50 bucks, though, in, in, in 10 years, David, I'll be able to buy a six pack. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's going to be about a pitcher beer at best. At, at best. So if you guys want to hear more of that kind of conversation, check out TechFan. It's part of the Stoplight Network, and you can find us at www.techfanpodcast.com or on iTunes. Podcasting means never having to say you're sorry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. I had to get that in before Gaz nailed me again with another soundboard clip. Oh, so, um, now, onto some serious stuff. Yes, onto, onto things that, that will make people say, oh, are wow. important. Because Ooh, that's, that, that's, that's all we ever do. That, and things that would make you say, that's interesting. Oh. No! <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, everybody's turned off. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not what they listen to us for. Um, the, the first I've got to say, we are, yeah. we are the most consistently silly Mac podcast that I listen to. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think we're definitely the silliest one out there. Uh, okay, well, this week, uh, we, we wanted to very briefly discuss... That uh, that Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Google have all released updates to their seven-inch tablets, and that Microsoft has finally released their version of the Windows Future with Windows 8 RT tablets and the forthcoming Windows 8 desktop, the One OS to rule them all. And my mm. question is, should Apple be worried? And you, and you know how that ended? Yeah, not not well for Mordor. Not 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 too well. Um. I get. You want me to go oh, first? What? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think Apple really needs to be worried yet that that Android is still so fragmented on the phone front, and that it's even worse with tablets, with makers pushing their own versions of of their app stores or the app stores that they partnered with over Google Play, and developers are still not making the kind of money that they do with less work on iOS, and that as long as the app gap still holds true. Apple won't have to worry about making sales. Uh, an iOS tablet can be used instead of a laptop, as I've proved, for most things that people use laptops for. And I don't think that the same can be said for Android tablets, at least not yet. I, th I think I would like just a little bit of cl clarification on what you mean by the app gap. Um, there are, <clears throat> excuse me, there are a lot of apps in iOS that have been created for the, 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 the purpose of basically taking the place of applications that people use on their laptops. And some of these apps even do exist in the Android marketplace, but typically I, I have seen that the, the iOS versions seem to be more polished and just seem to work better because you know, okay yeah the, I think I think I agree with that from what yeah, I said. Seen. The developers don't don't need to spend a lot of time trying to make it work for every screen size and every type of different processor that that is available in on the Android side as compared to the iOS side. Okay, okay, that's fully understood, and I, I think I agree with that. I I used to think that actually the the developers were were also probably drawn to iOS because they could make a lot more money. But there are so many good free apps that are, that are pulling their money in a similar way to, I think, the, uh, the process that they have over on Android. I'm not quite sure that that still holds as, as true as it did. But 
when it comes to the tablets and the fragmentation, how they make them up, and the you know the power that Apple have got when it comes to marketing and making sure they've got a seamless experience, as long as they can keep on top of that and keep people happy, yeah, I don't think they've got too much to worry about. They they will have sales um, hit. They won't be, you know, they won't have such a big lead, but I think they will still be number one in the tablet space for some little while yet. Well, certainly number one amongst the the various makers of tablets. You know, if eventually Android, just from you know, sheer number of of companies that that make Android tablets, will probably have a larger market uh, share I'm, than you Apple. Know, you know, guy, I'm not so sure. On the tablet side, I'm not so sure on that on the tablet side. I know they have on the phone side, but I'm not quite sure it'll work quite the same way on the tablet side. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, overall, well, that, that's that, a whole other overall. discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing I've got here on the list, unless you you got anything else for that one for the first one? No, no. I think you know it, it's. I, I I did wonder whether Apple have, have rushed out the seven inch tablet, uh, you know, to make sure that they don't get overtaken in that space, and to you know, kind of dot the I's and cross the T's so that they've got full coverage. Um, but they've probably brought it out at the right time of year as well. If they brought it out in next year, which is when I thought they might be bringing it out, I didn't think they'd bring one out this year. Um, so as long as it's not been rushed out, which, you know, I, I kind of thought that it might it be, but then... Be. No, it doesn't seem to be. Um, uh, they, I think they've, they've got it out and they've, that has is going to pick up any sales where people thought, oh, well, I'd much prefer to have that smaller... Um, size tablet because you got to remember everybody says oh steve came out and said this is the right size for the 10 inch and it 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 was for the time it was perfect Mm -hmm. if if somebody had brought out a smaller tablet to start off with i don't think it would have taken off so much so apple bringing out the larger size tablet and making it work and make you know the ecosphere work actually created a marketplace which is a completely new marketplace so we are still going to see new developments going forward microsoft are trying with theirs personally i think it's a a dead on arrival as far as i'm concerned yeah i don't think it's going to do quite as well as they you know because of course steve barmer knows that apple is not a uh, large number supplier you know when it comes to (laughs) that's a separate question anyway um so i think yeah. yeah I think I think Apple have, have done the right thing. I, I don't. I can't see any issues there. So, yeah, move them on. Well, Come you know, on, let's get. Yeah, why don't we? Why don't we have a discussion about uh, the the whole Windows Eight strategy on another show? Because I I think that's yeah. a good topic for us to talk about. Uh, the okay. the next thing we wanted to talk about there was a big shakeup in Apple management last week, and, and what does this mean for the future? And and two people two people have. More or less, I think for the most part, they're already gone. Uh, Scott Forstall, who's a name that that people should should know, who was head of mobile software of the mobile software products group, is a real surprise for being gone, as he's been one of the steadying hands in the development of the iPhone and the iPad. But apparently, his his abrasive management style and refusal to sign on to the the Maps apology has led to his demise. Uh, he will be gone by next year. And taking his place will be a mostly collaborative effort led by Johnny Ive, Eddie Q, and I know I'm going to blow the heck out of this name, Craig Fed- Federici. Federici. Well, I, yeah, I hear people say Federici or Fed- Federici. So, okay, uh, well, <clears throat> if, I've, if I've mispronounced his name, I apologize, Craig. Um, also out is John uh, Browett. Yeah. Who was head of of Apple's retail effort, efforts? Uh, most likely because of those efforts to increase Apple Store profits, came at the expense of alienating employees and also the the slow rate of growth for Apple in China. Uh, no replacement has yet been named, and Tim Cook will oversee retail operations until one is found. Uh, this seems to be Cook's way of cleaning house of some of the older Apple hands and to dismiss a retail chief that wasn't particularly suited for the retail environment of the kind that Apple has. Now, my take on this is that John Browett's dismissal really wasn't a great surprise once his efforts were overturned to prevent like an out-and-out upheaval in Apple's retail efforts, which it really didn't need since they, they're already one of the highest profit makers in retail anywhere. 
Uh, Scott Forstall's departure was a surprise to me, and I, I really wasn't aware of any problems between him and the other managers, but I think that having uh, Ive, Q, and um, uh, Craig, because I can't say his last name, take over his <laughs> duties doesn't strike me as a bad move, and I expect they'll push hard for UI improvements and hopefully less issues with new features um, before they're rolled out. Yeah, well, um, I kind of, I, again, I tend to agree with you. Um, in the statement, I, I'm not sure that Scott Forsell's uh, lack of signature on the apology would have been. Um, I think that would have just been a Enough. cherry on the top of uh, <clears throat> a, a cherry on the top of the cake. Yeah, um, I think there's been other issues. Uh, is it Bob Mansfield? Obviously, was going to retire, and now you know was persuaded to stay. And I wonder whether he was persuaded to stay because Tim had already told him. There's going to be some major changes, and one of those changes is um, a certain person is going to be leaving. So, you know, I, I, lots of lots of that sort of stuff takes a long time to filter through, and we won't learn the true um, story behind that until Scott uh, probably writes his autobiography, or Tim does as do as well. I, I also right. agree with you. Well, that can, t- can you this imagine? This- could you imagine a meeting between them where it was like, uh, "Yeah, Scott, can you come in my office for a minute? Sure, Tim. What do you want?" Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Rather silly, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Uh, now, I think um, I think that uh, this is certainly now becoming. This is enough time after Tim uh, died and. You know he's been away from the company. This you is mean, enough time for Tim jo- now to start. A... Sorry, it's just Steve second, Jobs. Sorry, Steve Jobs. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Tim's gone too. Oh! <laughs> panic, panic. I'm sorry. Um, it's enough time from Steve uh, having died and also you know left the company uh, for Tim now to start making his mark and putting his foot down and showing this is who I want. This is the team that we want. Uh, apparently there's been lots of issues with Scott and other management and, but Scott has done a lot of good things for Apple. So I think he'll be missed, but you know, it, it, Tim's got it underhand. I don't think there's going to be too much in the way of issues there as to Browit. Well, the biggest surprise in the UK was why Apple took him on in the first place. <laughs> Well, well, now he was in charge. There was a, a retail store that that he was Dixons. running. Dixons, right, right, right. Had had they been having problems as well? Uh, laughing stop. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's being a little bit harsh. But a lot of people, you know, they knew that he really wasn't. It, it's all about cutting costs with him. So we weren't surprised over here. We we were just surprised that he'd been taken on in the first place. But you know, he's gone now. Moving on. And, and if you think about it, that was actually Tim's mistake because he took him on. He took Tim on. Um, sorry, John. It, Tim took John Browett on under his own watch, I believe. So you know, yes. that's uh, that's a mistake that that Tim's uh, Tim's got to take uh, on the uh, on the wrist for that one. I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, damn it! Hold on. A, oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> I I switched off of my my Google Notes for just a second when I went back. Had a completely blank white screen. I was like, ah. What happened to my notes? I can't do this without my notes. <laughs> do you want, do you want uh, me to do last this last thing, one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, we're now going to be having a very quick chat about iTunes delays. iTunes 11 was supposed to be rolled out before the end of October. This has now been pushed back until the end of November. So is Apple's premier mobile management software having issues because of last-minute changes or promised features not behaving as they should across three iOS platforms, uh, iPod Touch, iPhone, and iPad, and two major operating systems, that's OS X and Windows? Well, okay, um, before Guy jumps in, I think because I've heard that... um, 
Scott Forstall very much was starting to try and get into a regime. And I don't know whether Scott would have had influence and input to iTunes or not, but he was trying to make sure that they got some sort of regime and, and um, process of putting uh, products out or certainly on the software side in a timely manner. And that, you know, whether it was ready or not, which was kind of, we think, the Steve's model, whether it's ready or not, just get it out there and then we'll fix it. You know, if we need to fix it, let's, here's the time scale. We want it out at the end of then. We're saying it's going out at that point. We don't want to look foolish, put it out there. And I wonder whether now Scott's gone and whether Tim's taken the, you know, the reins a little bit and he's asked the engineers whether it's actually ready. You know, they may well say, well, well, we could do this and we could do that. Isn't that always the same with software? Could you always finish a little bit more? But, I, I, you know, possibly they were having major issues with it. For me, well, for most people, um, certainly on a Windows side, iTunes is pretty much hated. It's one of the reasons I was never going to buy any Apple equipment for many, many years <laughs> because the application was awful on windows so if they're concentrating on fixing it for windows then good but obviously a lot of people complain about itunes on the mac side as well however as i've said before in this program i don't have too much of a problem with uh, um with the issues with uh, with itunes certainly with its performance but uh, what do you think well you know honestly i th- i think i would rather have it delayed than rolled out with uh, with a lot of bugs or even worse being broken um, you know, but going forward, I would say that, that rather than making firm promises with dates, especially with software, that they should just say as soon as, as soon as it's ready, as soon as possible, you know, and, and not worry about, well, we said it's going to be out by this day or that day and, you know, just push it out there anyway. Because as far as I'm concerned, I would rather somebody say, well, Apple was late getting it out than saying Apple put out a, a total piece of garbage. Yeah, and perhaps that's what what I hinted to as well. And and I, yeah. I tend to agree with you as long as it doesn't get so delayed that it never comes out. Because you could you could look at Siri from that point of view. A lot of people like Siri. Uh, a lot of people use Siri, um, but that's been put out as a beta product, and you know it's been out there for a little while now, and there's still not much else which can match it. Um, you know, I know that there's some stuff on Android and they keep, sh- you know, shouting it up. But I've heard Android Android users say that it's as bad or it's worse than, you know, what they've seen, uh, the equivalent from Siri. So, you know, if if they hold back and hold back and hold back, sometimes you never get the software out at all. Yeah. So then you I agree then with you, you to nothing. a certain degree. <clears throat> this, is, this is an important piece. I mean, if it's new software, then perhaps get it out there. But, you know, they've made a bit of a, a mess with the podcast app must admit you know there's a lot of excitement about apple being out a podcast app because they'd never really you know assisted yeah, gone, gone off the ranch with with you know yeah. everything that used to be all encompassed within itunes and podcasts yeah. Yeah. seem to be one of the first things they were pushing out you know and honestly i think that they would have had a, a easier time of it if they had chosen like audiobooks instead of podcasts because you know it, it just that's less of a of 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 a fluid type of, uh, of yeah, but content. I, I think yeah, but I think the reason that they went for podcasts was to basically get it out there and get it out of their hair because uh, audio well, books is a money like low hanging fruit. Yeah, money making as well, guy. You, you've got to get it yeah. right. If you're going to do audio books, you've got to get it absolutely spot on. Podcast doesn't matter, does it? No, you know, nobody pays for them. It's just, you know, a side bit. So I, I think that was disappointing what? from them. No, so nobody pays for podcasts. No, say it ain't so. <laughs> uh, don't don't we know it? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I, I think that's going to do it for this segment, Gaz. So yeah, I think I, we've been serious enough. Yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, that's us. Mr. Mr. Oh, the the serious twins. I'm Guy Serious. He's Gaz Serious. And we want you to stand by to stand by. Oh, I should have done this in the room voice. And we'll be right back. 
dinosaurs live in the zoo? According to one boy they do, you just have to look hard enough. Join him as he goes looking for a dinosaur in the new book written and illustrated by MyMac.com writer Donnie Yankelo titled Looking for a Dinosaur. Your young kids will love the full-color illustrations from Donnie's imagination. Now available in the iBookstore as an ebook and in print at lulu.com. Just do a search for Looking for a Dinosaur. Get the ebook for just 99 cents through September 21st. where everything and everyone is good and great. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the final section of the MyMac podcast and hopefully we've got rid of that damn delay that we had at the end of the last one. Nobody noticed that guy. I know it does. I know it does. Nobody noticed that guy. That's because, you know why? Because when I go into the edit mode, I go in and I kill like those second gaps between when yeah. I finish speaking and you've actually heard me and start talking back. Ah, oh, it's yeah, but such you, a you, nightmare. You, you don't want to have to do that every every time. So now, is it is it a certain time of the of the week? Uh, let's see. I have uh, about ten after five. What have you got? Uh, oh, wait a second. Hit it. Gases tips. Gases tips. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. <laughs> I knew it was more than ten after five. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, you did know that when you use Photo Booth, because everybody still uses Photo Booth, and if they've got kids, their kids use Photo Booth. <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, but did you know that when you use Photo Booth, that you could stop that screen flashing? You know, it goes three, two, one, and then the the great. If you've got a great big twenty seven inch screen, the whole <laughs> thing goes white. You know, and and blinds you. A sudden uh, suntan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, did you know that by holding down the shift key, you could stop that flash? You did know that, didn't you? I I didn't know that. Well, there you go. But also, if you want to stop it completely, when you're in um, Photoboove, if you go up to the uh, menu and click on camera, there is an option at the bottom which says, um, I think it says enable screen flash. Well, if you just check that, a little tick mark that was by it probably when you went in there (laughs) will be taken away. And from this point until you turn it back on again, you will get no screen flash from Photobooth. That would be marvelous because that really does make me crazy. Because every time you see a picture from somebody that's using Photobooth and they have that flash on, all you see is like their hands up to their faces. They're like trying to push away all that light. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You shift, folks, or turn it off altogether. And guess what? What? That's the end. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Shake. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Let you finish. I do let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will I, you let me finish? I don't know what is wrong with me sometimes. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Sometimes things just come into my head. <laughs> and yes, they've yes. got to get out. They just yes, have to get right. out. It's like, let me out, let me out, eat, eat, I'm going to get out, I want to get out. I'm taking control of Guy's brain. Yeah, how hard would that be? (laughs) Yeah, pretty, uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. I'm taking control of Guy's brain. (laughs) Was that Rim or was that Poussey? Uh, Poussey. Oh, darn, hold on, hold on. I'm taking control of Guy's brain. How was that? That was um, interesting. <laughs> Different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have an app pick for us this week, Gaz? Um, I do. I do. Do you want me to tell you what it is? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> That's kind of the whole point of this. Oh, right. Okay. Ah. This, this is a bit of a uh, – it's an iPhone app only it's currently free uh and it's from a young lad in the uk 
who created um, a uh, the software and the scripting behind the software to basically sum summarize news items um, and items from the web. And you go into the application and it's got certain uh, items in there which you can look at and it goes through those uh, um, those particular websites which it's summarized very briefly. Now you can get uh, a few you know a few lines of summary on the uh, on the news and you can then click on that and see a, a slightly uh, bigger summary of what was written in the article or you can go to the article direct um, it's free it's new i quite like it for looking through uh, various different items it can't cover every web page at the moment because he's going through um, his code to um, see if he can obviously use the algorithm algorithms to um, do the same and do a decent summarization of all of the web pages it hits because obviously you've not got somebody sitting there reading it it's down to him writing the algorithm to be able to take the key and important points out of a web page to give you uh, you know the items which you think all oh, right yeah that's interesting I'll read a little bit more of that because you don't want to read every news page and then find actually it was of no interest to you. Um, but if but if, but if yeah, you can get some, but if you, well, how often do you do that? You start reading a page of lines and lines and lines of words. You get about a quarter of the way through it, and you're bored already. Uh, and you you know it's got a good headline, but when you actually read the article itself, it's dreadful. Well, this summarizes those pages for you, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think this will grow and grow. This one, and it's called um, Sumly. S-U-M-M-L-Y. Yeah, and that does look kind of cool. Because you know, yeah. it, it'll keep you from having to read articles that annoy you. Kind of, yes. Kind yes. of like something we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yes. That was that guy. That guy. Uh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um, uh, you haven't got any. Have you got a pick? I, I, do, I, just, I do have I a just pick. Hope, I just hope that it's got nothing to do with zombies. Oh, do you? Well, you are bound to be disappointed tonight, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, to be fair, to be fair, it has been a, a, quite some time since I've had a, a a zombie game pick as my app pick of the week. For a while, it seemed like every week was like, oh, guy's picking another zombie app. Well, there's a surprise. Um, this week... It's Zombie Wood by Gameloft. It's free with the usual paid add-ons. However, it's still playable and fun. You're this you're this guy that that suddenly reads in the newspaper that there are zombies all over Hollywood, so you have to go out and and in like a 360 degree almost a it's not really third person. I guess they call it first person perspective. Yeah. You know, where it's not quite dropped you know, like from the top down, but off to the side a little bit. Well, you move around in different directions and you kill zombies and you get coins and and gold and God only knows what else. But, you know, it, don't, don't, I found it to you, be... Yeah, go ahead. Don't you hate that one that happens? Won't you let me finish? <laughs> I didn't even say it right. No, you didn't. I've heard it so many times and you'd think I would know what it was I was supposed to say. <laughs> no, no, no! I blew it. Ah, anyway, Zombie Wood by Gameloft. Uh, I had, I have, I've been having some good times with it. I don't know if I'll pay for any of the extra content. And you know, and, and on that note, you know, will some of these companies just charge for the friggin' game? Okay, <laughs> include all the stuff so that we can play it all the way through, and then just charge for the game instead of. You know, one ninety nine to I mean, literally, some of these games have add-ons of like ninety nine dollars. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna spend ninety nine dollars to get this crap full of gold or, or weapons or whatever the heck it is that that you think it's worth ninety nine dollars for just to play an iOS game. The problem is, there's enough people that do it to uh, encourage them to carry on with that oh, business model. Please, 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 companies, just charge for the game. It's a, I'll get off my soapbox now <laughs> for this week. <laughs> guys, there you go. There's a segment that's going to take it over phobie word of the day. Yeah, guys, guys soapbox. <laughs> Mostly clean. <laughs> okay, okay, and the people's pick. Yeah, well, hmm. Not this week. Oh, sad face. It is a sad face. Well, come <laughs> on, people. Let us know what, what 
programs you like, even even if there's like even if ons. even if you don't like them, or us. <laughs> okay, now Facebook. I bet we've got more um, more likes, haven't we? Um. Yeah, because your your head. We're going to get more. We're going to get more likes, and your head is going to explode like it does every other week. Well, I I looked at the number of likes that we had this week, and I went. I was just not happy. We uh, we dropped down two. We're at 134 likes. <laughs> oh, you so you have to kill yourself to sell a story around here. <laughs> <laughs> so your head didn't explode; it imploded. Oh, it imploded! <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Okay. So all right, well, you know, people, if you want to like us on Facebook. Go the ahead. opportunity is there. Okay, yeah. do it. Do it. You'll make Guy happy. You don't have to. You really you don't make, have to. And if you make Guy happy, you make me happy. You make yeah. me happy, I make Guy happy. Then we have laugh time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now you're going to like just go and piss off the whole other side of the planet. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm no. trying my best. There's there's no iTunes reviews this week, so if you want a Woody, you know what to do. Just go into iTunes and do a review, and I will send you a Woody, just like I just sent uh, James. Um, oh, God. Oh, here you go. What is wrong with my brain? James, not James Woods. That's the actor. Scott. Scott. James Scott? No. <laughs> No, the, the guy that does the wood pad. Oh, did, did you send him one recently? Yeah. I thought, you sent, I thought you sent another one out to somebody else. Yeah, that would be James Turner. James Turner. I got the first thing right, but then I was thinking about the product that he makes, which you can find at woodpad, wood, woodpad. woodpad.co.uk. And he, he doesn't pay us for this, by the way, <laughs> folks. I just like the guy. Hey, and I like guy, his products. Guy, yeah. Guy, would you pay us? <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, we did get an email from Fearless Leader Tim. Okay. And we, we may actually have a paid sponsor coming on board the, the Stoplight Network. Wooty, and if that is wooty, true, wooty. do we have I, to send the, do we have to send the, them a Wooty if we get one? I will send a Wooty to every single person that buys a product based on that commercial. And if you believe that <laughs> Try me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this would be embarrassing if it weren't true. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so if you want to contact us, because if you do uh, leave us a review, then in iTunes, that is, then send us an email and Guy can give you a wooty. And you can contact Guy at. Go on, Guy, tell us. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. <laughs> guy at mymac.com. And you can also reach me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> what, what, what about you, Gaz? Uh, you can contact me at Gaz, that's G-A-Z. Z, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was, oh, what is wrong? Oh, God. You can contact me at Gaz, that's G-A-Z. Z. At mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. <laughs> you can also contact both Guy and myself at twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. <laughs> and you can also contact us through either mymac.com or mymacpodcast.com. We have uh, we have forms there that you can fill out. It'll go right to us. And you can also send Fearless Leader I almost said rim. I almost said rim. Fearless leader Tim, uh, <laughs> an email to let him know how much we are completely screwing up the show that he started so many years ago at feedback at mymag.com. <laughs> you can't have it back now, Tim. <laughs> We've ruined it for everybody. <laughs> and uh, I think there is one other way that people refuse to contact us through. Yeah, I like this way, though. <laughs> what is it? Well, it's a phone number. Ah. Oh, are we supposed to give it out? Oh, yeah, right. no, I'll, okay. I'll give it out. I'll give it out. Okay, go on then. 703 436 
on that number but we know you won't because deep down just like those two people that left us on Facebook you hate us <laughs> <laughs> no you just don't like us anymore anyway oh, okay. let's get out of here let's get all out right. of here well you, you know even with all that aside Gaz mm-hmm. I think this is the best show I've ever done god I'm such a liar and I'm good enough no smart enough definitely no. not and doggone it people like me Hmm. And Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Although my voice may sound grim, you may be surprised I'm proper and prim. The screams leave me unfazed As I sip tea, pinky raised What else might you expect From a monster named Rim?